Welcome, ladies and gents, to the first ever Comic Nation podcast. We are here, baby. We are here. We have uh, some amazing guests today, ladies and gents. We have Luca. How you doing, Luca? You good? Good, you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. Good, good, good. And we've also got Joe McChrystal here as well. How you doing, Joe? Very well, mate. Very well. Excited to talk about this last episode. Oh, by the way, what an episode it was. So, folks, we are going to be talking today about One Division episode eight. If you haven't watched it already, please feel free to go and do so before listening, as there probably will be some spoilers within this one. So, what we're going to do is, guys, we're going to go and look back at the episode. We're going to look at all the events that took place, and then we're going to talk about it and kind of give our thoughts and theories as well, because I'm interested to hear, Joe, we've kind of discussed it through text message, but we've never actually sat down and spoke about it. Yeah, we we've kind of watched it together at some point, so it'd be good to see. It'd be good to see what the different kind of theories and things are from the different people that are obviously watching it, uh, because I think, from what I can see, is there's loads of different theories, and every week they're throwing a different curveball at us, and everything that we're thinking, you're thinking, is it is it true? Is it not? But you know, we we move anyway. So we will go back to the start of the episode. So we are we have just taken off from episode seven. And we are in Agatha's basement. We are starting to discover that uh, Agnes is actually Agatha Harkness. Obviously, she's one of the witches. What I liked about this episode is that we didn't just jump straight into it. We found out about Agatha's past. So we take place in Salem. Yeah, we go for a flashback. So we go back to Salem, Massachusetts. And we go back to 1693. And basically, as you can see, Agatha has been kind of... It looks as if I didn't realise that she was going to be burned at the stake is what they used to do, obviously, burning of the witches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the fact that she was being burnt by her own people uh, because of the use of uh, what we call kind of dark magic or black magic, mm-hmm. whatever they kind of call it as well, yeah. uh, it was actually interesting to see the the powers that she had, uh, how how strong she actually was uh, yeah. as well. And, and it kind of it kind of clarifies a lot of people did say that if if this was true, then she is roughly about kind of 500 years old, which, again, that clears it up for us as well, one of the theories that are going. Uh, so we start at, the, obviously, the episode as well. She's been betrayed by her own coven, uh, and then things obviously start to kind of kick off. We see that she is starting to suck in these energy beams that are obviously coming to her from the witches. So this is obviously how that she's managed to stay alive throughout obviously these years. I'm guessing that kind of clears it up for us. That mm-hmm. the only yeah, reason that she's like that. the only reason that she's kind of still alive is the fact that she's been sucking on the life of others. Yeah. Which obviously is why she's still here today. Uh, and then obviously so one thing that did shock me as well was the the leader of the Coven or Coven, what we want to call it, uh, was actually yeah. her mother. Hey, did you did you find that a bit of a shock that we'd we got introduced to our character, Joe? I didn't. I, I, then you go, Luca. You go first now. Uh, you go, I didn't think we'll get that in depth of a backstory of her. Just mainly that she's a like a mm. witch and she just wants to have wonders powers or something like that. That's just what I thought. You just thought it was just going to be as simple as she was just a witch from back in the day. Uh, somehow is so alive within this kind of point of time and. That the the fact that one this year is that maybe she sees it as competition sort of thing is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah, Joe, what Joe, what are you thinking? I know it was it was it was really interesting. Um, it's a really good introduction to show you how powerful she is, um, and obviously how old she is. Um, you know, she took out what was it? Was it five witches at, or something like that? I, I think it was. I think it was something nine. Like I think it was nine. It was the most. You know that way you just see hundreds of lines, but 
Um, I thought it was quite an, um, a real insight into how strong and how powerful she is. And at the time, we didn't know, obviously, what we learned to know that she isn't necessarily the creator of, um, you know, the town. It, it's obviously still Wanda, yeah. but at that time, we didn't know. So when you're seeing this, it, it's playing a, painting a picture that she could be powerful enough at the time that could she essentially um, rewrite matter and create this town, um, yeah. which was so still kept you on your, your edge a little bit. Yeah, she was there. and I think I think that's it. I think you've kind of hit the nail on the head there. I think we we still haven't got the question of who is it that's actually created this this hex? Who is it that's mm-hmm. created this this uh, reality world? Was it actually Wanda? Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the episode we do find out. Spoiler if you've if you've not watched it anyway. <laughs> uh, but we, what we're finding is that this power that Wanda's obviously given off is attracting uh, Agatha. Now yeah. we we go from the scene. Uh, for when she is obviously sucked the life forms of our other sisters and her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that takes us to the present day, which is when she's face-to-face with Wanda. Now, we start to see how powerful Agatha actually becomes and actually is at this point. Uh, the fact that she's actually laughing off Scarlet Witch's attempts to kind of break this uh, lock spell that she's got going on around. So this is what the symbols... So the symbols are obviously that we kind of seen in the last episode. So these are all starting yeah. to make sense. So this is her own spell. This is her own hex. Uh, one thing that did surprise me is that Scarlet Witch obviously hasn't reached her full potential of what she can do. Uh, and mm-hmm. she, I don't think she actually understands the spells and stuff because we got it from uh, Agatha. She was saying that you don't know how you've created this. It was, it was as if she was kind of in shock as to, mm-hmm. well, how come you don't know this? Mm-hmm. You're, she's she's she knows that she's more powerful than what Agatha is. Mm-hmm. So she's it's it's kind of like what do you mean? What do you mean you don't know? I think that's what kind of gets her a bit more angry, in it because mm-hmm. you start to see obviously the kind of meaner side, and you see how when she obviously creates the fly, turns it into the bird and mm-hmm. stuff like that. She's yeah. saying even even the basic of spells she doesn't understand. I think when it comes to Wanda's powers, you see that her she's it's more just lashing out. Uh, with all her kind of radiant kind of beams or cause cosmic energy and things like that, whereas mm. she's saying you don't even understand the basics of what your spells and your mm. witchcraft even is. Uh, but obviously, we'll get it, to. Oh, you go. Uh, no, there's definitely there was clearly a frustration thing. I think if you think about Agatha and why she's there, um, and it shows you, you know, just at the end of last episode that Agatha has always been there, and it, it's her that's been trying to bring out Wanda's powers, trying yep. to show people that Wanda has this power um, and trying to find meaning to why and how she is able to do the things she does because what Agatha showed with the fly um, was that she has to conjure and it takes time for her to then produce a spell of some sort whereas what Wanda clearly does is almost instantaneous, very instant um, and that surprises someone that Agatha who's clearly studied the dark magic for hundreds of years and trying to become potentially the most powerful witch um, and then all of a sudden this this Westview, this town comes from nowhere with unprecedented power at an instant. And I think that's why it's quite interesting that Hart almost challenging Wanda when Wanda has no knowledge or understanding of what she's yeah. even asking at that stage. Um, and then obviously then that's why it steps into her history and trying to find out where does this came from. Yeah, and just obviously just before we go on, uh, you're right, obviously the fact is that there was so much of this these spells that were going around, Agatha kind of clears that up for us as to why she's actually there because of the fact that there is so many spells that are going off. It's not just this one spell that's caused all this massive hex. It's 
it's the multitude of like spells that are going on yeah. that's attracted to her because that that's probably where she's coming from and the fact is that if Agatha's doing a spell it'll probably be the one spell whereas Wanda's just let off all this the fact that she's able to control a town from mm-hmm. miles and miles away from the other mm-hmm. end Mm-hmm. that's what she said it's basically magic on autopilot that was the that was the kind of line she used yeah. so yeah uh, but what, what obviously we're going to get into now is obviously the next part which is that agatha then starts to take wanda mm-hmm. uh, hostage and she takes her through her past this is mm-hmm. when we actually get to see an in-depth kind of story to the background mm-hmm. of wanda uh, wanda maximoff and her family life and obviously what what kind of went on beforehand because as far as we were, as I was aware, obviously watching the Marvel movies before, it was just a case of she was there in Ultron. She was just always with uh, the Hydra, the Hydra camp, and that's mm-hmm. how she got her powers. But obviously, we find out later on that it's not that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we start off, and we are in the Maximoff household back in Sokovia as well, and it's family night. It's the TV night, is what they would call it in the Maximoff household, which yeah. which was quite nice, and. Obviously, we we start to see the dads coming in with these bootleg as if he'd just been back from the Barras uh, with all these DVDs and things like that as well. Luca's too young; he won't know what the Barras is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's too young. He's probably looking at him going, "What do you mean by the Barras?" Uh, so, Luca, if you don't know, the Barras was basically a place in Glasgow that you could go and buy like pirate copy DVDs and things like that. Right? Mm-hmm. So, this is what the dads obviously brought in, and the mums obviously. So, there's obviously a a law or something in place that, yeah. You know, I mean, there's quite a dictatorship or whatever it is in Sokovia that if they have nice things, it will probably get taken away from you. So that's why it's hidden in the role. You know, I mean, even when they've got the DVD actually in the uh, in the wall, the wee secret compartment, we start to realise. So we take place, we get to meet uh, Wanda's mum and dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the names off the top of my head. I don't know if any of you guys remember, no. uh, but it's it's not it's not really it's yeah. not really important anyway. Uh, but we also get to see our young Pietro as well. Yeah, and you can see them actually starting to practice. They're English because obviously they have they've had plans as a family to to move away from Sokovia because of obviously the war and things that that's obviously going on. So TV night, Wanda gets to pick and she picks the Van Dyke show. Uh, I think I think I got that right. From it's Dick like Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke, yeah. Dick Van Dyke. There we go. I was like, I'm missing. I'm pretty sure I'm missing a name or something there. Mm-hmm. So starts off with the Dick Van Dyke show, and we see that she has picked us like a specific episode which mm. obviously ties into episode two in one division it, uh, it was like season it. two episode something yeah it was like episode that, 21 like, yeah uh, so you obviously see that that's that's why we see this episode in her reality uh, mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was the same with the beds and things like that how they've got the separate beds yeah. we obviously see that with wonder and even just the uh, the kind of the comedy behind it was perfect for the, the 50s. Yeah. So everybody that was kind of watching the first two episodes and were saying, oh, it doesn't really make any sense and this is a bit yeah. slow and boring for me. Now, yeah. it, now it makes sense. This it makes is sense. why. It was something that it was something that I definitely had a, a bit of a theory on a, a while back that, you know, everything that we were seeing is what you would call Wanda's happy place, somewhere yes. that she has had experience. Um, and it took a while for me to kind of maybe tie in that why did it go from you know black and white to then 70s to then kind of modern day yeah and obviously that was the type of sitcoms and things that she had in, in the suitcase i think it showed you bewitched it showed you malcolm in the middle yeah um so it showed you everything that we saw throughout kind of you know this this journey and this change within westview which was, was really quite yeah. interesting it was almost as if that box that the dad had brought was wonders happy things and that's what she mm-hmm. remembers yeah. from 
the good times of being in Sokovia and the growing up and stuff like that. Because obviously, from then on in, you can see the kind of, you can start to see it going downhill from there, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we let's just, we'll continue with this episode then we'll obviously mm-hmm. move over uh, this kind of part of the episode. So yeah. one that's one, this family all start to sit down. They're watching a Dick Van Dyke show. And then all of a sudden, a Stark Industries bomb obviously crashes through the roof, killing both her mum and dad and yeah. leaving the two kids trapped there as well. I didn't realize how dark Marvel could get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I oh, kind of made, uh, yeah. <laughs> I kind of made the, the DC the Deadpool joke uh, when I was sitting watching it for the first time and kind of looking at it again. I was going, it was the Deadpool when he goes, "Man, you should be part of the DC universe." Uh, just, <laughs> I just thought it was very dark. Very rarely do we see that mm-hmm. kind of side of a, a Marvel. You know, I mean, in the MCU, mm-hmm. we've we've seen obviously Tony Stark's. A story of his mum and dad dying and how we like you know we knew it was the winter soldier and things like that yeah. uh, but, but, what, for- but what you got what you kind of got from those stories as well you know obviously tony Stark eventually meets his dad and there's a bit of closure there yeah. this was the first time we saw a real impact and where yeah. obviously wanda and pietro came from this real dark time of losing our parents in front of them um and then starting to almost generate a vendetta around like stark industries yeah. and, and what that meant and um, so it was so, quite a, it was yeah. quite a big moment in their story, I think. And this is where it ties in with all these different adverts and things that have obviously been taking place throughout One Division. So yeah. the toaster, we we kind of knew that it yeah. was some, something to do with Stark, and you you see the light flickering. If you watch it back, if you if you see yeah. the light flickering on the toaster, now it makes sense as to why. But this is the first time in the that we're actually getting to see Wonder using her powers as a young child. So. Mm. Agatha kind of clears it up. You had put in a sort of hex on that bomb so it didn't go off. She she kind of convinced herself that no, it wasn't me. It was it was the uh, it was just a default. It was just uh, a default. Yeah, 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 defective one. It was just a defective one. So yeah. I think for her, it's this realization of maybe I did have these powers all along, and you know, what I mean, maybe mm-hmm. she is there a kind of guilt that maybe she could have stopped whatever it was coming into the home. Mm-hmm. But obviously from then, we get Agatha and she takes her through, obviously, to our next point, which is obviously uh, at Hydra's. So we're at Hydra's yeah. kind of camp where, and she's getting her first interaction with the Infinity Stone as well. Mm-hmm. Now, as we've always said, we we thought from Ultron when she was first introduced that she just happened to have her powers uh, at that point that you'd seen the start of the Ultron and they were getting tested. They were getting all these things done with the, the Mind Stone. So this is her first interaction with the Mindstone. So not only did she have her powers, the Mindstone really only enhanced it, which yeah. makes me think there's obviously, that's why her and Vision have this connection and they have mm-hmm. this special bond that obviously goes on. We see it later on, obviously in the mm-hmm. next point, whether at the Avengers compound after the events of uh, Age of Ultron. But yeah. these are obviously taken beforehand because she's still a teenager. Uh, and we can see the TV program as well. Now, one one thing I did see as well, and nobody will probably notice it, and you'll be like, what do, what do you mean? So, when she is in her cell, after she's mm-hmm. just been, and obviously, uh, we'll come back to that a bit, she's in her cell and she's watching the TV program, and it's the Brady Bunch. So, again, mm-hmm. we've went through the 70s, so this is another thing that she's obviously watched growing up that was, as Joe said, a safe space for her. This was her chance to, you know, I mean, not think about the bad things, that obviously, because... They're probably showing you little of what actually happened within the Hydra camp. There was probably more torture to that than what it seems, you know what I mean, rather than her just going in and all this sort of stuff. What I did like was the fact that we seen that she had kind of rewritten the yeah. reality of what's going on. So 
although we'd seen her actually having the interaction with the Mind Stone, when it comes to watching it back on their tape, mm. she's cut it in a sense that it never actually happened. And they're like, well, what did happen? Uh, was there any more thoughts and theories behind what you kind of thought they were trying to do or anything that you, you think maybe was going on at that point in time or anything? Well, if, I think what you're saying, if it, if it enhanced it, that would explain why Wanda and Pietro have such different powers. Because mm-hmm. anyone can run, so his got enhanced so he can run faster. And Wanda's obviously like which powers mm-hmm. got enhanced. Well, I'd like that as well, because obviously did... Did Pietro have powers when he was younger? Uh, it didn't obviously, because Pietro's obviously dead and things like that, and this is all about mm-hmm. Wanda, we're never going to really see that side. But mm-hmm. we obviously, as kids, we can see Wanda's, I think Wanda's powers have came from her grief. It's as if, you know what it's like in X-Men? They're never really, they, they start to find about their powers once something kind of goes wrong, if you get me. Uh, and all this kind of other things obviously take place as well. So we're actually finding out that Wanda must have been a mutant, mm. which then for me looks back to the Magneto theory that mm-hmm. he is actually her uh, father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was I was watching it and I was going right. So this is now the point where we think the X Men, because the in the in the, in the in the comics, mm-hmm. Wanda hates the mutants and wants to kill all mutants. And I think at one point she actually manages it. Uh, manages it. For me, mm. it's it's one of those ones you'd have to go back. That's a full different other story. Yeah. You'd have to go. You'd have to but go think, and read. I think from Lucas' point, it's quite interesting because um, Wanda is obviously very protective of her brother, um, and it's it's clear to see the the emotional, um, you know, the emotion the and, and the love and the bond that she had with him. And it would make sense that if she can, essentially, if she's this powerful, she could potentially have helped Pietro with his power or some in some way potentially gave him his power, which allowed him to do something like be a speedster where they could run away and be safe yeah. at a time when because they've all they've ever known is is kinda hardship, you know, from the mother dying in, in the war in um Sokovia to then being taken over um and being tortured potentially to become a weapon. Um so it, it does I don't I quite like Lucas pointing out that that could be a, a definite link. But I think if we go to then the mindstone um, and obviously that connection. There was obviously a big moment there, um, which was a, which was a, a, an awesome scene um, actually. Because I was just like, that is just such a good way to introduce um, what we find out at the very very end, which you spoiled at the start by the way. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you know, we see this this image and this figure, a very similar image and figure to what Wanda was dressed up as at Halloween, which we all know. Is the old outfit for? Yeah, taken from um, the comic books. This is what her original kind yeah, of outfit was. So, yeah. so you know that moment there, and and I think I don't know, I don't imagine Agatha got to see that specific moment, or if that was just letting us know what Wanda saw at the time. But it was clear that the I don't know if it's the embodiment or you know if it was handy to Wanda, but you know she's clearly it's almost like she's been chosen at that stage at a time of hardship to take over this this power if that makes sense this scar yeah no no like, yeah it does it does make sense I, I think as you're saying like most of these things it is usually a chosen one who's obviously mm-hmm. picked and things like this uh, i mean i look at obviously the whole stones and things like that as well uh, mm-hmm. with the infinity stones uh, even with endgame when it came to the point where one of them had to do the snap I, hulk says it perfectly it was as if 
his journey his he was made for that that moment of mm-hmm. he was the only one that could, could you know what I mean who could handle mm-hmm. maybe all obviously you could see his arm it's absolutely obliterated but you could see that he it was as if he was the only one that could have that could have stopped all of this going on mm-hmm. so for me I'm thinking like obviously every one of them has been chosen to have some form of connection with an infinity stone and I look at Doctor Strange as well. We'll come on to Doctor Strange as well because obviously there's a lot of speculation around uh, Doctor Strange with One Division and obviously taking the next movie uh, and the Multiverse of Madness as well. But we'll come to that in a wee second. So the next part we're obviously taking where are in the Avengers compound is taken straight after uh, Avengers Endgame and then we see uh, Wanda sitting on the edge of her bed obviously in uh, grief as well, obviously, that she just lost her brother as well. So this... This for me was actually quite. Uh, you could, you could. It was quite sad. It was quite tearful as well. But what, what was great for me, was the relationship starting to uh, blossom between her and Vision. It was yeah. nice to see the kind of, you know, I mean, he's always been there looking out for her. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that's the kind of. It's the good thing when I watch back in this episode as well. Obviously, at the start. Uh, they were obviously madly in love and things like that as well. And obviously it turned a wee bit sour as well because Vision, obviously, he doesn't remember who he is. And, and it's as if Scarlet, uh, sorry, it's as if Wanda doesn't remember who she is in a sense. Uh, so we started to see the interaction between them and we started to see them blossom and things like that as well. And I, we see them watching, uh, is it Malcolm in the Middle as well? Um, it's Malcolm it was in Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. It was Malcolm yeah. in the Middle. It was an episode where... Um, how doesn't have life insurance um, and ends up injured and then he tries to almost feign his injury and, and hide his injury so that um, obviously because they don't have the money to fix it so it's a quite a strong episode so that that could be a reference then again because of the fact that she's lost Pietro she's having mm-hmm. to put on this brave face and stuff because we actually apart from obviously the scene in Age of Ultron we see her uh, we see her break down and we see obviously the energy from her come off and destroy obviously the the bots and things like that as well. Mm. So that in a reference could be, you know what I mean, with that that actual episode, the fact that he mm-hmm. doesn't have life insurance and he's trying to pretend that he's not hurt and things like that as well. So yeah. that could that could be a point of that as well. But the next one obviously was the biggest part of obviously the story. Uh, and we're gonna jump on a wee bit here. Just uh, obviously because the way it kind of took place and things like that. So we'd obviously mm-hmm. seen that it then jumped to the sword HQ. Now, Massive, at what yeah. uh, you what point did you think like right? This is this is now where it's going to start getting serious. Well, and we what were, was your what we, was your initial thoughts when you before she kind of got the interaction with because we knew that she was going to interact with the body mm-hmm. at one point. So mm-hmm. I would, I'm just interested just to see what your kind of your theories and what you kind of were thinking at that moment of time. Well, I think initially we were we were informed or, or it was told that she she caused a scene. She you know she she ripped them out, and we initially thought she stole Vision's body and 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 made them brought them back to life again. Um, so I was expecting a bit of carnage. You know, I was expecting yeah. that scene that we were then told was happening, and obviously to find out that you know that isn't actually how it went down. Really started to open another avenue of thought around who is actually controlling this and why and what's going on because there's clearly a bigger story here yeah. um, and Wanda I think Wanda's just a bystander in all of it she just happens to be an emotional person that has been that has done something essentially to 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 help her with her emotions and and almost block out the world but 
above her is clearly a puppeteer of some sort. Some there's a there's a bigger story going on, and I think it's next episode is going to be insane for that. So it's quite it's, interesting. It's, it's, it's going to be great. The obviously the because everything next episode is going to have to tie up as to what is actually going on and where is it going to yeah. go from here. Yeah. What what I liked about the episode, because uh, me and Luca we sat and watched it uh, obviously together as well. And that's that's the sort of life thing as well. Not everything that you see is real. Everything mm-hmm. can be cut and edited. Yeah. And I think that's for me. It's going right. Okay, that was a kind of in the brain. I was going right. What was your, what was your uh, thoughts, Luca, when you were watching it? Obviously, because I'm I'm interested to see what you were thinking when when it was the scene was going on and what was taking place. What 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 were you thinking? Did you think like? This was it. This was Wanda. This was going to be, as Joe was saying, this was going to be more carnage than what it was. Was there going to be this massive scene that was going to take place, and was this going to show Wanda showing the kind of nasty side of her? What did you What did you think? Ah, uh, honestly, I see. It's hard. It's hard to explain, but I didn't think she was. I thought. I thought she, when she was right there, she would have tried her best to like um, try bring him back to life. But the most she did was just. Like try to see if you could feel him, see if he was still somewhat alive, which he wasn't. Yeah. So then I think she, so then she just gave up, which I just wasn't expecting, and leaving the body there. Yeah, because obviously as 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 we've been saying, we we were made to believe that Wanda had actually stolen the body. We'd actually believed that Wanda had stolen the body of Vision, taken him all the way to Westview for God knows mm-hmm. what reason, because nobody knows why they went to this little town. Obviously, we find out that obviously in the way that it is. Uh, so we find that one day, obviously, breaks in. She has her first encounter with Director Hayward, uh, if I'm getting that correct, and it should be. Dr. Hayward. And you start to see the nastiness behind him as well. So when I was saying that oh, the whole, when she was breaking the glass and jumped down, that was all caused because of his words to her. I feel like she's very easy to manipulate. To manipulate. Uh, mm-hmm. for, somebody that, for somebody that controls a lot of people's minds, I was a bit taken back how how easy it was for him to get into her, and because she is in such an emotional like state, she is she's very you know I mean she's she's depressed. She's very she is mm-hmm. depressed. She never got to say the proper good goodbye because she was blipped. She was in part of the blip. It's been five years. What mm-hmm. one thing that we did we did mention uh, when we were speaking to each other last night was, and I wonder if you've kind of thought this Joe as well. They've had five years with Vision's body. Five mm-hmm. years with the body, mm-hmm. and it looks like they were nowhere near being close to even having it in any form of condition. Mm-hmm. Like even like it didn't look as if they'd rebuilt them. It looks like mm-hmm. they were actually starting the process of just ripping them apart. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? Do you think that because of what is taking place with Wonder creating this thing that it's it's sped up the process of because obviously spoiler alert again. We'll obviously talk about the post credit scene. Of um, but we, we we start to see Wanda and she travels in a car at the end of the kind of confrontation with Hayward and she's seen the body. Mm-hmm. It relates back to the scene in uh, Infinity War where they're obviously, mm-hmm. they're together in Scotland, uh, come on to Scotland. And obviously <laughs> it says, I just, the line is, I just feel you. So obviously she's trying to feel him and she says, I can't feel you. So that's it. Mm-hmm. We know that he's dead. He's not coming mm-hmm. back. There's no way that she can bring him back. And she clarifies for us that she can't actually bring back someone from the dead. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know how true that is. I don't know if that's just because she hasn't worked out her full powers yet. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Hopefully that well, these questions are answered in the next one. 
Uh, well, and- that that's kind of semi-answered though in this one. So, but obviously it's hard to try not to jump in, in all over the place yeah. um, a little bit. But Hayward for me has been one of those characters in the back burner that has been has got a clear plan. So while we're in the Hayward scene, because this is the only scene we see him in in this episode. Yeah. Um, so with Hayward, my, my total theory on him, and it's been a theory from almost like day one, because from day one, um, he obviously meets um, Rambo and says to her, you know, oh, you're kind of almost in like paper duty. You know, you can't jump straight into the, you know, and that was what your mother said. Bench so up. already, yeah, I think already he had a plan and didn't want anybody to upset that plan um i think what you don't see around wanda being there i think wanda was invited there by him i think it was clear that he wanted wanda to see vision mm-hmm. um and to see what he was at and as you say the antagonizing words um around you know um oh you you're the only person that could bring um, basically someone back to life. Now, how, first of all, how would he know that? Wanda doesn't even know the strength of her own power yet. So how would someone like him know that unless there is someone behind the scenes saying to him, let's get Wanda, because Wanda's going to be able to do something that we yeah. need, i.e. potentially bring back Vision to a state of where he maybe won't come back um, the same way. Um, and I think, so I think for me, Hayward 100% has a motive. And my, my theory is that he's just a Nazi. He's another one of the, the long-standing mole Nazis over the years who yeah. has got a bigger plan. Well, this, this is what I was just about to ask both of you. Uh, do we think that Hayward is actually Hayward, uh, Hayward, or whatever his name is, Hayward? Do we actually think that he is him? Or do we mm-hmm. think that he is being controlled by someone else because we're obviously getting a lot of villain names uh, thrown around the media and things such as heard, obviously yeah. Mephisto and Nightmare and things like this. Do we do we think that Hayward is Hayward? I can see both of you just looking at each other. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I don't think I don't think I think he's um it might be like nightmare, but I doubt he's um He's Mephisto. I don't. I don't think he's coming to the story anytime. So you 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 reckon that he is possibly a, another character that's taken over this body as Hayward? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't think he is. I just think he's a puppeteer, another one of the puppets. Um, I think they've been clever at trying to keep, uh, like those names. So obviously the real theorists, the those who know the comic books inside out, have been really proper looking at who could potentially be into this and who could be who. But I think personally that. I think he's just another puppeteer, um, doing everything he can with the power that he has. Being obviously the you know the director of of, of Shield, um, to put everything in place for um, the inevitability of whatever the bigger plan is for Wanda um, and whoever has that plan. Because what you'll see is you went back to we just get back to when Agatha was in the basement. Obviously, you had the book that was there. So yes. you had the the, the book. Um, that has quite a bit of history and um and behind it as well and for and there's, me there's that, a... that will come more into play because they kind of just shunt over that it was like a, oh there it's there and we never spoke about yeah. it again um so i think you know again that that plays a bigger that will play a bigger role in, in the next episode i feel but yeah i'm wondering if the book that obviously was given off they can uh, uh now the book was actually given off dark the dark world yeah it was given off a uh, was it red? Was it red or was it purple? Was uh, it purple. Was, 
Was it kind of red, red, purple, orangey? I'd it was have like, to like orangey. I think it was. Yeah, orangey, I'll, I think. I'll have to. I have to look back because obviously we know that Marvel have. We know that Marvel basically have given each of these kind of sorcerer sort of characters their own certain colors. You know what I mean? Yep. Wanda is a uh, red. Red for chaos. Agatha is obviously purple, and we know yep. that even young Billy, he is blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, with with obviously that the confrontation taking place, I I'm with you in a sense there, Joe, that he is just who he is, and I think that he is because obviously we've seen organizations like Hydra and things because they. Mm-hmm. They are still alive. They're still, you know what I mean? There's organizations, there's millions of people that are probably behind this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's even like in the real world today, you know what I mean? There's still these these clans and stuff that are around and we know that this this obviously takes place. So why would they just remove it from that? It's a good mm-hmm. it's a good story. Really. What 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 annoys me is that these organizations like Sword and Shield are always compromised with mm-hmm. uh, moles. And you yeah. know what I mean? It's it, For me, I'm going, get your security in place. Like uh... what is going on here? Because... Now we are starting to see that at the start we're thinking obviously Sword is meant to be the like the great obviously like mm. great guys and there's a lot of connections with them to the Fantastic Four as well which we'll come into another day is obviously of course as well but for me it's just a case I'm going come on how many times are we going to have the same thing where an organization mm. like Shield and Sword are compromised by moles because we have to we have to say that Hayward. What is what is the uh, what is the grief between him and the superheroes? Even in the scene, uh, back in I think it was episode, it was three or four, four. three four. or four. But he sends in the drone, and Monica's obviously trying to talk to him, things like that as well. We obviously start to see that, and we see the uh, we're thinking you're never what are you doing. He's like fire up the 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 missiles. What is that going to do to Wanda? She's just but created that- this massive hex. Like you, we know that superheroes. You can send as many missiles as you want to them. That won't do anything to them. That won't stop them. I think that's the point. And that, that plays a part to maybe my theory around really trying to antagonize her because emotion is what brings out her strongest power. It's what really allows her to do all the things that she's done of late. And it feels like someone is trying to get her to a peak point, to a point of like, here's who she is now. And then whatever the bigger picture is around why they're doing that. But it feels like everybody has played a role to antagonise Wonder, to let her understand the emotion that she's had and the hardship she's had um, and bring her to the point of almost no control. Yep. Um, with the fact that Agatha, while holding her children, using them as a as an emotional ploy almost, yep. rather than rather than hostages. I, um, I think she's using it to try and, again, get, get on it, Scarlet, um, or on it um wanda so it's mm-hmm. i i think i think definitely hayward for me as a as a as a as a wrong yeah oh yeah oh listen I, i'm not oh, a fan yes. of him i'm not a fan not a fan of the character i like obviously they get the, what the guy's yeah. doing with the, the 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 actor what he's doing is absolutely amazing you know what i mean he's mm-hmm. making me think i hate you you're a bad guy i yeah. hate you what what i what i was thinking there just in my head when you were obviously speaking was mm-hmm. this relates back to the x-men obviously he for me, that as you're saying, he's trying to antagonise her and he's trying to get a reaction out of her. This yeah. is what they've, this is what they've done, obviously, to the X Men. You know what I mean? They, they wanted them to go and cause all this chaos and mayhem so that they could put a ban on the superheroes. But then again, that, that's the way Civil War was as well. You know what I mean? They don't want these, these superpowered humans going around doing what they want, saving like you know what I mean. They're causing so much damage yeah. to cities. 
to worlds and things like that. And it's yeah. them that it's the other people behind the scenes that are having to pick up after them. You don't see Captain America with a, a hammer in his hand going and fixing a building. You know what I mean? It's it's these companies behind them. So for me, that's the kind of way I see that he's he's now using this because obviously what we'll do is we'll jump we'll jump now the way that we see mm-hmm. it. So at the end yeah. of the post credit scene, we, we obviously after Agatha's dealing, we see that she's holding the two boys by the kind of leash with her magic powers. We have to remember that these two boys, it's been cleared up for us. I don't think we actually mentioned the fact that Wanda obviously drives away. Uh, she, she, she doesn't take the body. Uh, one thing that we didn't mention there, I've just realized, she right. doesn't take the body after the confrontation with uh, Hayward. Mm-hmm. She then drives all the way to Westview, mm-hmm. and she has a letter obviously beside beside her when she gets in the car, and we're wondering what's the letter got to do with this, and what's, what relevance does it have to this? Mm-hmm. So this is now why it clears up why we are in Westview. Yep. At some point of their life, Vision and uh, uh, Wanda came together and decided that they were going to spend the rest of their lives in this home. So for me, I'm going. That's you know, what I mean, that's that's the uh, that's why this is all kind of came over and or, the whole emotion behind it. You know, what or, I mean? the, uh, or did he though? And that I think that's the thing because when she goes to the car, it's just there. The letter's just in the in the seat to her right with no previous knowledge or or even discuss proper discussion around them him drawing the love heart or, or writing v on it um you know and that is where again i think there is a reason exactly why she's in westview because yeah. if you think about it as well you've got agatha that stays one house down the road and under agatha's house is a basement that's an old witch basement a, a, clearly an old cellar or an old basement that has been there for hundreds of years and has been used by witches how coincidental is that that Westview has that and she's only just across the road and created this whole because I don't think Agatha created oh, the right, okay, okay. So, you know what I mean? I so do you think that Agatha was actually I was, I was going to say the title of the song that Agatha was there all along. So do you <laughs> do you think this is where Agatha is is based then? Do you think that this is where she's from? I, I think so, yeah. So I, I don't know if she's from there or, or or if she was the one that actually brought wander to westview because of that mm-hmm. all i know is i just feel it's too coincidental that you know the one plot of land where you know as what as wonder drives through westview you see it's a, a town that's struggling you see a a, a, a a musician putting up you know a poster that there's no music now and he's wanting to do piano lessons you've got yeah. you know people there that clearly it's a it's a it's a town that is not thriving at all yeah um it's just a, it's just a small so why, town in the us yeah i mean it's yeah, yeah but why would that be the place you'd want to go so part of me felt which she was even surprised when she looked to her right she wasn't like oh i've seen this before this is where we looked it was almost yeah. like a shock um so that's why again i think that was personally i think that was placed and i don't think it's an accident that she's there at all I don't yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's obviously a good theory what i liked as well was when we were driving when she was driving through Westview for the first time and we were getting to see all these characters that we've seen mm-hmm. within the sitcom world that uh, one has obviously created so a lot of people had uh, theories that the mailman actually had a bigger butt to play in this but obviously we found out he's just a delivery guy just, delivery a, pizza, guy. Yeah. just a pizza delivery guy as well uh, what I did like was obviously we kind of seen the power that we'd seen from the point where she is upset in uh, Age of Ultron and yep. For when she's fighting against Thanos, we are getting yep. to see this power actually growing more. That yep. whole screaming to her knees, and you know, what I mean, for me, the whole 
you 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 start to understand that she is a very powerful Avenger. Like mm-hmm. she's probably mm-hmm. would, for my, in my opinion, I believe that she is the power, she the most powerful Avenger. Well, in, from in the, the comic books, was it not? And again, not that I'm a massive comic book person. Mm-hmm. So, but from the comic books, does she not defeat Thanos at one point, or, or was it not? Because I'm sure somebody has said she. I has think there is a story she yeah. could yeah, essentially yeah. beat Thanos. So I think that's why I love this episode because. Of all, obviously, of all the movies and all the time we've seen Wonder on screen, it's the first proper time that we see this style of power, this amount of change, you know, all yeah. at once, being able to, um, you know, form matter and create, you know, realities. We've never seen that from, the only time we've ever seen that is from the stone. We've yeah. never seen it from one individual um, without something else to support them. I think that, that you've, you've kind of said that they're like, we, we've never seen anybody actually change reality or make reality without using the stone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Thanos actually had to have the stone in his hand mm-hmm. to yeah. create all these different realities. Whereas because she's had this, there must have been something that's obviously went in, obviously around her and things like this. And obviously that, yeah. that the, uh, with the the interaction with the mind stone, the, you know what I mean? It's enhanced all of her powers and things like that as well. I think this is the whole point as to why Agatha is there. She's not using her powers correctly. Uh, now, whether that be for good or bad, she's not using them correctly. She's not using them enough. I think that's why Agatha is there, and she's trying to... I think she's trying to work out how the hell that she's managed to work these powers yeah. out. And yeah. she wants she wants obviously a piece of this cake that obviously is Of course she does, on. yeah. I mean, what shocked me the most and was answered all the questions all along was the fact that she created Vision. Yeah. Now, Love when it. she was yeah. creating the, uh, when she was creating the hex and she was changing obviously everything to black and white, that mm-hmm. she was giving off mind, the mind stone. You know, the mind stone was what was coming out. You know, he was yellow. He was coming out all yellow for me. I was going, that is. Uh, why is it not red? Uh, so everything else, red? everything like, else was red, bar vision. Bar vision, vision is the only separation where it went yellow. Um, which is do a massive. Sorry, do you think that's? The part of vision that's still within her do, do you get what i mean like the, well, the emotional attachment the whole you know what i mean because her connection she, with she, the mind stone as yeah, well her first yeah. interaction is with the mind stone it's not with vision with the mind stone it's with the mind stone mm-hmm. so for me i'm thinking is this the connection that these two have that's he's trying to is it him that's maybe escaping out because he wants mm-hmm. to help her with the grief and stuff like that is it Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be interesting. That, yeah. do, you, do you know what do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. is it him that's actually within her? The whole emotional connection that's coming out, and is trying to obviously, you know what I mean? Be like, I'm here for you, sort of idea. Or do we just think it's just her creating them because that's what she thinks is best and what 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 this whole fake life that she's created. You know what I mean? This is what she wanted. She wanted vision all, as her husband all along. It's just. I don't, you know I mean? It's one of those ones as well. I don't. Everything that has, has happened has clearly been subconscious. So yeah. I don't know if she meant to create the place. I don't know if she meant to create vision. It's something she pretty much didn't have control over. And you see that because she has a lot of amnesia throughout the storyline. You know, she didn't remember, um, you know, why they were there, why they were married, why was the love heart on on the, the calendar, which actually is quite interesting because the love heart was the day that she created everything and it had love heart vision yeah. on the on the building so yeah. that was probably all that was that was the first day that they you know they formed in this this new reality which is quite a nice touch um for me it's what my biggest interest is is vision now alive and can he 
escape the reality. And we've seen that he couldn't initially. So we've seen he, when he tried to walk outside the walls, it kept pulling him back in. And maybe that's confirming that won't be the case. But it's clear that this is a brand new entity, just like her kids who yeah. are, and the dog. You know, she's created four um, totally four people, or, well, a dog and three people so far, um, which is really interesting. But can they escape this reality? Do they go away once See, Westview goes back to normal? So this is now what I was kind of hoping to kind of talk about, and I mentioned Doctor Strange earlier. Do we think that this is now the point where Doctor Strange will be here to, you know what I mean? Because if I, I believe, this is my opinion again, I believe that if the hex closes, they will die with it. The people okay. that are already in there, they're already part of Westview. They're already residents within that place. However, Billy, Tommy, vision that she's created or not, they're just what we call, obviously, her reality, her dream. It's the mm -hmm. whole, it's her uh, perception of it sort of idea. Mm -hmm. So I, I believe that if the hex closes, yes, they will die. Do we then see a Doctor Strange? Or, right, do we, do we think there's going to be a Doctor Strange cameo? Because obviously the, the next film of Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, it actually features Vision and Wanda. Do does, we it think... though, does it though? Yeah, it's been confirmed. It's all cast. Yeah, oh, okay. it's all been, yeah, it's all been confirmed. Look at <laughs> um, <laughs> I was just like, I don't I know think, where he's going with this or if he's got I a theory, think, but... I think if anything, it'll be a cutscene. I don't think it'll be... I think it'll be their last cutscene. I don't think yeah. it'll be part of this, the, the bigger picture, the last episode, I think, personally. But I don't know. Well, that... And that... That's, it is interesting. It's it, you know you've 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 said it again. This is the beauty of this this uh, TV series. It's you do not know what is coming. They are no. answering questions, but then firing questions to you that are a bit more like, what is going on? What is mm -hmm. what is it? That's more complicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This episode for me was perfect to tie everything up that we've kind of been asking for so far. Yeah. However, there's still so many questions. So after this, obviously, seen we've seen Agatha with the two boys, and then yeah. it. It obviously ends there. There's going to be that confrontation. There's going to be a massive fight, obviously, between these two switches. At the end of the post credit scene, we obviously see Hayward with the team of S.W.O.R.D. and they introduce to us... The White Vision. The White Vision. So what their weapon was this whole time, obviously, to stop this. Now, what interests me was the fact that... And again, Joe, you kind of said it earlier on, obviously, the fact that he was antagonizing her and things like that because he thought, you know, obviously you could get a reaction out of her. Do we think that he knew that he needed Wanda's hex kind of magic to bring back vision? Is that the whole reason why he said the line before? You know what I mean? Somebody can bring back, back somebody so, you know what I mean? Could bring back somebody. You can, you can end life, but you can also create life. Do we think, think that so. that's... I think so. I think also the point Luca made about her saying, I can't feel you anymore. Um, you know, she would have used her powers to try and sense, you know, any type of feeling. Now, I'm not saying that that's enough, but could she have left some sort of matter on his body where they've then been able to use that and, and basically put it all throughout his body and bring him back to life? As and if that's a the chance, kind of, to bring yeah, him back. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. the fact that, you know, there was a point where Ramble is given this rover to go into the, go back in um, to Westview and it never succeeds. And part of me kind of, you know, looking at it now back goes, was that ever meant to succeed? Mm -hmm. You know, was it because actually what happened was they were now able to have another piece of equipment that had, you know, half matter, half kind of, you know, it made me think, are they going to use that as well? Yeah. You know, so many different ways. But I, I think you're right. I think it was all to try and get 
that weapon operational. Um, whether or not that will be a successful weapon, whether or not it will be the vision that, you know, from the comics, you know, he's not actually technically a bad guy, White Vision, but from yep. this, it looks like they could be going down a, a route of him being a yeah, bad I, guy. I, so. I, I, I reckon that White Vision will just be pretty much numb. I think he'll be numb. I think he'll be used as a weapon that's told yep. what to do. Do we think that obviously we're we're going to we're going to still have to see this encounter between Wanda and uh, White Vision? Do we think that Wanda will have enough power to convince him that he is still Vision? Because obviously we see that he doesn't have the Mind Stone anymore. He's got this kind of gem in place. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. I think it's obviously just like an LED kind of type like sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Do we reckon that Wanda will have enough power to convince him? Because obviously there's going to be this massive. We st- we still haven't had a fight scene. We still haven't mm-hmm. had the the, the whole big. kind of, you know what I mean, the whole big massive. Everything will have to be wrapped up to, uh, in this next episode. I did see there was a rumour 10th episode. However, I don't think, I think that's just a rumour. I think that's just somebody mm-hmm. obviously that's have putting their, their piece mm-hmm. in. I don't think there'll be a 10th episode. I think they've already confirmed that it's nine. So they have to, they have to uh, get everything wrapped up with this next one. For me, I'm watching the White Vision. He's going to be obviously going there as a weapon. He's going to be swords property. Uh, everything that they've done, obviously, is to go in there and stop Wanda, and they believe this is the only way that's going to do it. Is this going to be a case of that this is going to be a bit too much for Wanda to to do it? Because it's, again, she's already killed him once. Mm-hmm. He's been brought back again and then died a second time because of uh, Thanos. Do we think that this is going to be a bit too much for her to do so? Do we think that she'll have to convince him that he is, that he is who he is and you know what I mean? It's if like she's gonna give him his memory back and things like that. Do yeah. we is this is this you know going to be the new vision from here on in within the Avengers? Do we think that this is just it's just interesting to hear what people's that, mm. that was my kind of thought behind it. Is this what is this what we're gonna get from this next episode? They're obviously gonna to have to stop uh, stop Agatha. I really yeah. hope that her character continues throughout the I MCU. don't think uh, this is the thing. I don't think Agatha and I think sometimes you can tell by the actor. I know it's shocking to say, but I think sometimes it's hard when you see actors in, in certain programs because you know they're going to play a bigger role. You can kind of always take a guess yeah. when they're going to play a side role. And for me, I don't think that Agatha is the big bad person that they're making out to be. I don't mm-hmm. think she is. If you look back at she was playing with dark magic, but it wasn't until she was then obviously antagonised by these people and put to, 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 to burn that yeah. she then stole their life forces. Um, you know, so... For me, I don't think she's going to be the big bad person. But what I think is going to be quite interesting is it comes down to is the vision that we see in Westview a consciousness of vision or an actual physical entity? Because if it's a consciousness, then the white vision is now the body and the vision we see in Westview is the consciousness. Oh, right, so okay. Could, could there the be, they could come together then? There could, could there be a merge? That, that's my, that's been my thinking because they two will probably fight off, I imagine, because because mm-hmm. view Vision in Westview has his powers um, and has the Mind Stone. So, you know, I, I don't know. He's not shown to be using the Mind Stone properly yet in Westview, but he has shown to be flying and using his powers to kind of get into people's minds and, and, and touch them. So I think there'll be a face-off between White Vision and Actual Vision. But... My theory could be could the, his consciousness be put into. So it's actually no, it's actually quite a good one. I did, didn't even didn't even think of that. I thought it would just be a case of they'd just be fighting. It would just be them 
kind of fighting. Yeah. Is this going to be a case of that she's going to have to convince this white vision? Uh, look, you've you've been quite quiet about it. What do you what do you think? Obviously, when you were watching uh, it, uh, I was thinking, I was thinking what Joe was thinking. But while while thinking, while they tough, like like while Vision and the white vision are like, kind of like fighting, so are uh, Wanda, Wanda and uh, what's her name? Agatha, Agatha, I think, yeah. and then she'll like let you know, let go of the kids for some reason, and then they'll step in and do something, and maybe like fuse the two visions together or something like that. Right. So, so the kids have the... got something. So you you reckon that maybe they put their powers together, maybe Billy and Tommy? Well, not Tommy, because Tommy's just, oh, not Tommy, he's just sorry, quick. Yeah. He's just quick. Uh, Billy's Billy's the one with the cosmic energy, isn't he? I'm, I'm sure if I'm correct. I think, I think so. Tommy's yeah. Tommy's like the speedster. Uh, for me, I don't think because of what the boys are uh, and where they've kind of came from. I don't know if they'll have such a big, massive impact in that. Uh, because I I do believe that once his hex closes, they will be they'll they'll mm-hmm. perish. They'll they'll disappear. I think mm-hmm. that's the case. What I would be interested to see is if Doctor Strange, obviously. I don't think he'll make a massive appearance. I think he will just make the sort of clip. I was saying it in the the With Mates podcast with Andrew. I was saying that it could mm. be a case of that he basically comes in and is like, Wanda, you need to come with me. Uh, like, I can save you. I can help you sort of idea. Like, come with me, you want to live sort of thing. That's what I said last thing. But mm-hmm. I am under the impression now that he won't appear and that his story will take place from this hex probably uh, breaking up mm-hmm. because I, I just don't see where he fits in now. Like, obviously, no. he will fit in because, obviously, the whole multiverse and stuff like that. But the fact is, Agatha's already cleared it up for us. Pietro mm-hmm. or Fietro, he's not uh, He's not from a different... Uh, he's not no. came from another multiverse. He is just Agatha controlling that body and she's got this representation of what he looks like. It just yeah. so happens to be that it's... It's Peter Evans, Quicksilver from the X Men, mm-hmm. because we haven't seen any other character uh, within the the hex. We've not seen any more like Avengers. We're not seeing any more characters. For me, I'm going. I just don't know where he would fit in. I think this is now well, up to Wanda and Vision to. to well, sort we're of, also I mean. missing out the point though. Why, you know, Ramble obviously we made the point of her gaining her powers. Mm-hmm. So we need to remember she's got to play a part as well in this last yeah. episode. Um, and this is my thinking around, particularly if you think, right, with the, the movement and women in, in terms of Marvel. We had the big scene at the end of the Avengers where all the women came together and, 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 and challenged Thanos yep. and, and, and the army. I think that there could easily be this, but the bigger puppet thing I'm saying, I don't know who it is or what it is, yeah. but clearly whatever it is, is very powerful. To an ex- it could be very powerful as well. Um, so my theory is that something like Rambo, Agatha and Wanda all could kind of essentially be together. part of a three at the end of whatever's coming because the think about it right Agatha's always had her own wee agenda it's never really been a hurt she's never really shown other than she maybe killed the dog mm-hmm. right which which would but again is that to get the, the reaction the out of her though I I exactly and the dog isn't technically real so it's not that she killed any any one person um so she's never really shown real animosity Really, you it's know, always been a bit of curiosity around where, where this powers came from, and then what you see at the end is almost a scaled Agatha, someone who can't believe how powerful Wanda yeah. actually is. So she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, 
she doesn't even know how to approach her. You know, she's it's got the kids the, almost as a yeah. as a barrier, as a shield. I've got your kids, not even like I'm going to kill your kids. Almost like a, uh, I've got them in front of me. You know, you be careful because she told her who she it, was. So it's the human shield type thing, isn't it? It is rather yeah. than rather than I've got these and I'm going to be able to beat you or defeat you. It's more like you know, almost like a fearful thing from Agatha, and yeah. that's why I don't think she's the the all being all seeing all dancing evil villain that we were expecting from episode nine. Yeah, I think like that. She's she's not there to, as far as I'm aware, she's not there to kill uh, Wanda. She's no. there to she's there to to get her powers and to. Yeah. She wants to know these powers that she's doing because she wants to do them herself. Yeah. She is intrigued. She is. But then I think as as we obviously see, we now start to see that she is scared of Wanda. Yeah. She realizes Wanda is dangerous. This is the yeah. first time she's ever been called the Scarlet Witch. In the yeah, Marvel yeah. Universe. For me, when she said that, it was one of those. I was uh, like, oh. so you said it. You know what I mean? Was, it was one of those ones. It's the it's the confirmation it, that, that people have obviously been expecting since Wanda came into the came into the scene and when she was going to get the the superhero name, if yep. you like, you know. And actually, it's really funny is that Hayward had mentioned. Remember when he was in the it kind of the, the first time they they set camp outside Westview, and he was talking to um, the FBI agent. Uh, Jimmy Woo. Yep. And he said to I him, love Jimmy Woo. Love Jimmy Woo. Said, exactly. And he said to him, <laughs> Does she not have any kind of nicknames um for Wanda? Because obviously everybody's got their names. Iron Man, I'm Wanda have never never had a nickname, never had a superhero name. So it was quite a good eventually, like now she's got the title that she's clearly it's been building up to. It, it, it ties it all up. It's, it's, it ties it, it ties it all up. Uh, and I think this episode was great in the sense that it's answered a lot of questions mm-hmm. and it's answered a lot of theories behind Wanda because we've been, you know, I mean, we've seen Wanda, I think uh, Age of Ultron was 2015. This is now six years into it. We're only just finding out who she is. And I was saying mm-hmm. this uh, to my mum and things like that earlier on because we were obviously having a discussion about it. This is the time where we have just got rid of Iron Man and Captain America. We are going to start to see these new faces of the Avengers taking place. Mm. You know, what I mean, this is the chance for these characters to now get that limelight that they deserve. Yeah. You know, what I mean, because we've been so focused then on the Thors, the Iron Man's, and the Captain Americas. Mm. Captain Marvel, obviously, she got her own film and things like that as well, which is great, and I'm glad to obviously see it. Mm. And Ant Man's, he's obviously getting his third film. This is the first time we've actually seen an interaction just like all about Wonder yeah. and yeah. a Vision. Yeah. Vision, Vision stories obviously covered in Age of Ultron. You know what I mean? He was created by either Ultron, Tony Stark, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Uh, that kind of stuff. But we've never actually seen the full behind the scenes detail of what Wanda's life was like. We've always heard of Sokovia being this horrible place where war mm-hmm. was happening every day. We didn't know that she had these powers when she was younger. This clarifies mm-hmm. that it wasn't the Infinity Stone that gave her the powers. It only enhanced, uh, enhanced the powers. Yeah. Which for me, I was going, that's absolutely amazing. So she is, she would be what we class as a mutant, which just yeah. brings me into the whole X Men thing. I but think the really MCU is. Interesting though, is she's, so is she a walking Infinity Stone in some respect? Because although it enhances her powers, you know, she clearly has some of the abilities that that stone um, uh-huh. offers, you know, so it's quite. Yeah. You know, to control as many minds as she did. Um, you know, it's quite interesting to show how powerful she is. Then, if she can take, essentially, has that power inside her. I mean, that's that's insane, and it shows. If you know, I don't know what's to come. I've not had a good check in it. 
individual films for MCU, but Wanda would have an amazing individual film now. Like, from this programme, you know, can you imagine a a film with her and and, and actually getting to see her in control of all these powers? It would would be good to see her actually come up the same way that all these characters like Iron Man do against a villain. You know what I mean? I don't believe that Agatha is in there to kill uh, Wanda. I believe that she's in there to learn her powers because she wants to know them for her own. She realises that Wanda is actually maybe a bit too powerful and is probably scared. So that's probably when she comes into the defence of probably there's going to be some form of fight between them and obviously, of course, with the vision that's about coming, the white vision and things like that, we're going to start to see their powers actually being used because we've not seen them being used this whole like properly, we've not seen them be used this whole time. There's been the odd one or two, where I mean, like the Bewitch moments where she changes a few things. Vision's obviously trying to talk to a few of the kind of residents within Westview as well. It's just this this next episode, I believe, is going to answer everything for us. It's going to give us what we want, and it's going to lead us perfectly on to Doctor Strange. I just mm-hmm. think it's been the perfect. Just like just before we obviously finish up, I can uh, time and things that I can understand. Mm-hmm. We've covered the full episode, which, in my opinion, was absolutely amazing. For mm-hmm. your for your overall look on the full of the series so far, what is your what is your opinion of it? Have you actually enjoyed it? Is it is it one that you maybe would watch again? Just anybody anybody can go first. Just thriller. I I quite enjoyed it. It's something I would watch over and over, like, over and over again, and like you would spot like new things each mm-hmm. each time you watch it again. So it's quite good, and if you've not watched it, you should. I would say, to folks. See, see if this was just genuinely the black and white sitcom for ten episodes, I'd have watched it, right? See if there was no backstory; it was just one division and and this show, and there was nothing, and we just we just turned it down to a creative director that just wanted to have a bit of fun. I would have watched the whole thing. I, people said it was slow. I loved episode one. I loved episode two. I loved that concept of. The innocence of what the hell is this? And is and, this and their thoroughly... family life, can I? Do? That's it. And I loved yeah. it. I loved the old kind of seventies, sixties comedy. That even though you know, clearly you don't see was... you don't see these days because you don't. Comedies, it's everything has changed dramatically, which is which Aye. is going to be great because we're obviously going to be coming into that probably this episode is yeah. going to be catching up with time. Uh, but I think you're right. Like the whole, it was quite refreshing. It was refreshing because all we see in a, a Marvel movie is obviously the start of the story, something bad happens, and then they've got to find a way to obviously fix it. Mm-hmm. Whereas this has been one of those like it's it's they're they're playing mind games with you. They're constant. Yeah. If anybody you watch, either it be on YouTube, Facebook, whatever you watch, even if you read your blog and you listen to podcasts like this, there is twenty odd million. Like that's just a random number I'm coming up with theories of what the hell is going on within this so for me it's going to be great to finish it next week i'm gutted it's finishing next week but i know for me it's going to be great when it's finished i can go back to the very start Mm -hmm. watch it all the way through and pick up on the things that i missed because obviously do you know that you know what it's like in these sort of films there's always this like these slight things that are in Mm -hmm. and you go that was there the whole time like that was there the whole time how did we miss it and it's like with Agatha as well, we're going to see, like, we know who she is now, we know what she's like. It's going to be great, like, watching her character as mm-hmm. you start to see it from the start and the way it kind of moves to yeah. the end. It's yeah. just it's just where do they obviously go from here? And obviously they're going to Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. This is where this is going to be taking place. 
The next TV series that's obviously coming on to Disney Plus is Falcon and the Winter Sol- mm-hmm. uh, Soldier, which I'm yeah. looking forward to. I think that'll be absolutely amazing. Uh, what we will, what I will be doing is obviously in the next episode we'll obviously cover the finale, and then after that we'll probably do a full like recap of the full kind of program, what we thought mm-hmm. and things, uh, and go and talk about the trailers and stuff for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah. But other than that, I'll be kind of covering most of the episodes anyway that we can, uh, if we can get the availability. But guys, honestly, thank you so much uh, for joining me. It's been a great episode. It's been great to hear people's theories and talk about it as well. Uh, Joe, have you anything that you want to kind of finish on? I didn't hear thinking, bro. No, just, I was, obviously, it's, it's good to talk it through, I think, as you say, you know, and particularly going into research. I never used to research Marvel and DC stuff because it really is a minefield. I mean, you know, I did, you don't realise how much and how intricate comic books are until you go on a, on a binge on YouTube for, you know, three hours of watching different insights of where this character was and who that character is. And, and obviously in movies and programmes, there's only a limited number of space they've got to really show you who that character is. Yeah. They're not going to go into every single comic book inevitability thing that happened previously because that would just, that would just be an explosion. So it's quite good to see how... Disney particularly this time around have really handled this style of new season and obviously it looks like now there's going to be several different seasons um, going into rather than movies which I think for us as fans is awesome because you're getting you know something like six or seven hours worth of programs that you would only get in an hour and a half movie or two hours at the cinema so it's really it's really interesting to see where the MCU is going to go in the next kind of few years you touched yeah. on it wonder was like she came into scene like five six years ago now obviously in, in terms of mcu that's not the timeline but in terms of us as human beings you know she started that was six or seven years ago she first yeah. came into our lives well, th- that's the, that's the thing yeah. story. if we, if we are doing it on the obviously timeline they're set in 2023 at the minute so they're two years ahead of us so really enough she's been there for what eight years nine years mm. with the avengers and things like that so we're kind of closing in on 10 years of like wonder within the MCU. And mm-hmm. this is us just finding out obviously about her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. It's crazy to even think that. It's really good to see, to uh, see supporting characters getting their, yeah. getting their turn at the mantle. You know what I mean? It's, it's great. Uh, and right. I'm looking forward to obviously what, what is coming next uh, for like phase four. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Luca, have you got anything, anything you want to add? I was thinking about like what, what Joe said earlier. About how uh, Agatha would is, is it going to be um, like the big like the big baddie like Thanos was, mm-hmm. but I think it should be more like what Loki was. It wasn't the over the overall big baddie, but it was in like multiple films, he not was, just like yeah. four. It was in like, Avengers yeah. and stuff. That's a brilliant example though of Loki because Loki was good and bad. You know he had his own wicked ways, but actually when he came push came to shove, you know he would essentially put his body in the line to yeah. save others so i think that could be a really good link there look away agatha potentially playing the female version of loki he's uh which would be good because obviously we missed out in the character like loki uh, when he died obviously in infinite war uh, i was actually really upset i loved the character i thought it was great i thought he brought a lot of things to the films uh, see especially yeah. thor ragnarok getting to see them having their kind of comedic side with each other him and chris hemsworth yeah. i was like wow that is just absolutely like for me i love uh, thor ragnarok i thought it was a great film it was good to see because we'd seen thor in such a dark way like thor one and then thor two obviously dark world and things like that we get mm-hmm. to see this comedic side that mm-hmm. is really just a simple and easy thing to watch and you can connect mm-hmm. with the characters 
for me, like I think, look, you are right. I think Agatha. I think Agatha is being controlled by someone. We're obviously still to be introduced to characters like King the Conqueror eh, and things like that. Obviously, with Ant Man, he's going to be dealing with him. Eh, and there's obviously we haven't. I don't think the villain has the villain been confirmed for Doctor Strange yet. I don't think. I know. I, don't eh, think so. I know Christian Bale is meant to be one of them, but I don't think well. again that he is. I don't know if his character's a villain. I need to obviously look at it again and look at it properly rather than just stating things that I think are uh, obviously right and wrong. I need to look at it a wee bit more. But I think the series as a whole has been absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm actually quite yep. gutted that it's finishing next week. But what I'm looking forward to doing is talking about it next week uh, and yeah. obviously uh, giving our all, all our theories. Uh, but ladies and gents, thank you very much for listening in and watching today's podcast. Uh, thank you very much to Joe for joining us as well. Thank Cheers. you very much to Luca for joining us. Thank you very much, guys. Much appreciated. You're welcome. Uh, folks, make sure to check out combination.co.uk for all your collectible goods and needs, and we will see you again very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.